put the money where your mouth is. Most of y'all come away with just a gold grill. I'm on another plane, steak dinner, no peanut pack. In flight video with songs of plank in the Cadillac. I've been ill since 89. You just catching on? That's fine. Here's a store credit. Now let me make you a believer so you don't have to wait for that dream to come true. I came through the door, got a pound of respect. Not a pound of that mess, but that's what you'd expect. I am not a rapper, I am an entertainer. Rappers know the words to their songs. Entertainers make you sing along. And just by me singing that, I've started a fight. That's how you know the truth hurts. Cause folks is proud of they little bitty songs. But won't give you a reason to spend a dime. And getting mad is the most expensive been done since take one show me your skills don't show me your dollar bills you know how many times i made a dollar plenty of them you sound like him that's why nobody shook your hand when you got off stage and you stood there like a bump on a log and we was bored the whole night to work the underground you gotta do more than just hold the mic but y'all don't know no better so i'ma let you make it and see it for yourself take it how you want to take it underground underground hey underground hey Listening to the Neo Soul Show powered by X to the L.
me when you find lands. It's been ten long days since I've seen ya. The time together we spent has been few and far between. Do you miss me? Belly up the runway and I'm chasing you down. Not ashamed to say I just want you around. Like Lauren Hill is how I feel. In these seconds, in these smiles, in the days that roll by. So here we go, the clock is ticking, world is spinning a little slow I gotta meet you, I gotta see all of the places we could go Absence makes the heart grow fonder, so I just hold on a little bit longer I dream of moments we share Fantasies need my feet on the ground. Can you help me out? The look in your eyes says that you're worth the wait. I'll receive all of you no matter how long it takes. Baby, this is Seconds in these smiles in the days that roll by. I don't lose my desire to have you by my side. So here we go, the clock is ticking, world is spinning a little slow. I gotta meet you, I gotta see all of the places we could go. Makes the heart grow fonder So I just hold on a little bit longer In these seconds, in these smiles In the days that roll back I don't lose my desire To have you by my side World is spinning a little slow I gotta meet you, I gotta see all of the places we could go Absence makes the heart grow fonder So I just hold on a little longer I...
by the name T. Mitch, and I am one half of the dynamic duo of Soulgasm, and you're listening to the Neo Soul Show, powered by XCVL.com. Yes, you know you hurt me bad, but I don't want you to know. Why am I even wasting my time singing this song to you? I thought I was done with you, walking like a lioness. That's the way it looks to most. Deep down, I'm still hurting so much. You don't deserve these tears. Listen up loud and clear. together 
Are we live? Yes, we are. How do I sound? You sound good to me, man. Excellent. The, the smoothest voice on internet radio. The one that's like <laughs> ginger ale cascading down a mountainside. Should be well heard on a Wednesday night at 10.30 p.m. That's right, folks. 
the greatest neo-soul show on the web, powered by X2DL.com. And me, along with my partner, T-Mitch, are going to deliver to you 60 minutes of neo-soul-gasm. We have a we we have a married man amongst us, yeah. and you know, I was trying to get the sound bite together for another one bites the dust, but you know, <laughs> MJ only talks to you; she don't talk to me, so I couldn't get it together before we, before we got this show going. But how does it feel, man? Well, first let me say she would have enjoyed playing that because. Um, <laughs> Let's just say she would have enjoyed playing that. Um, I am. I'm, I'm. I'm good. I'm good. It's a transition. You know, I'm posted on Facebook. You know, you can't make plans on your own no more. You gotta run stuff by somebody. You gotta be considerate. Uh, so I'm, right. I'm dealing with that. You know, I am a New York resident now. That's taking some transition. I miss you, Jersey, so mm-hmm. much. But uh, I'm happy. And uh, Mexico was amazing. And and you know what? Pete Mitch had an amazing wedding. That you know, I I thought it'd be selfish and self-centered in my second. <laughs> it's not selfish if you say it. It was an amazing yeah. wedding. Now, granted, for everyone listening, the Q man did steal the show with his in-room selfie. But yeah. It was still a fantastic service. And you you did the thing, man. You didn't sweat. You didn't panic. Uh-uh. Nothing. No, man, no. And I had, I had a few extras in the in the, set, the ceremony, too. You're that guy. You see, that's because you're that dude, man. But see, and, and that's why I give you credit. But you know what? You weren't sweating because it was right. You know, mm-hmm. Satan was giving me those warnings before I took the plunge. <laughs> And I ignored them. So I paid for it. And yours was different, man. It was fantastic. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Hands down, it was definitely the best wedding I'd ever been a part of. There you go. And thanks to T. Mitch and his young people entourage, I am now a full-fledged fan of Fetty Wap. when and how to use the phrase turn up. Yes. And now I say turn up. That is correct. So that is why we were off last week. I was Sunday morning and, you know, I'm ain't no fun at home. You can't have none. So we were just on vacation. <laughs> um, I know MJ did give you guys 30 minutes of more music, but she and I had a miscommunication when I said we were all on vacation. So uh, kudos and shout out to our producer working when nobody else was working <laughs> and uh, she was also present um, at the wedding uh, trying to steal trying to steal attention away from Q-Man and Muscle so <laughs> uh, we get those pictures we'll post that but um, the last time we were together uh, I believe we we talked with uh, the L the young lady from uh, Minnetonka that's right. Minnesota. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we kept saying, I kept saying she was from Chicago. Uh, we had a real good time. Played a couple other songs during um, the more music segment to begin the show. Great interview. The young up and coming singer, songwriter. 
pretty funny on Twitter too. Uh, guys can follow her at underscore V L E L L E underscore. So I'll be keeping up with her. Her latest EP, 5 a.m. I won't repeat what I said about her EP. Got in enough trouble on Twitter about that. And uh, just uh, just chilling. Having a good time. Now, before we get into anything else, you know, we got to talk about music related things. I know Q has some things that he wanna, he's going to talk about at the end of the show. But since we had a week off and we spent so much time talking over the last two weeks, I feel like I need to let everybody know before Q-Man says anything about it. First, let's say happy belated birthday. To well, the Q-Man, you didn't get to say it on air. I appreciate that. My birthday is actually in an stop, hour. Stop, 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 I know that, but this, see, this is how you, you, you realize later on, you start getting messages and see if you don't know, you're like, I didn't know when my birthday is. Because you always telling. <laughs> you're always telling. You couldn't just ride with that. that that's actually a good point. You're supposed to just ride with that. But in any case, before he brings up any time that he has had something or he celebrated something and I did not show up, I was in attendance. The day after returning from Mexico, had my my all white outfit on with the with the pops tic tac shoes on, and we were having a grand time at the table in uh, South Orange, New Jersey. And I can tell everybody listening, um, the human two step is not only mean, it is also thoroughly absolutely uh breathtaking watching him in action. I ain't no men that talk a move like that. So that was fun. So uh anybody in New Jersey, just stop by the table. You know, it's a nice southern Caribbean um catering restaurant. Uh, got to meet the manager. Uh my Mashery. So to make sure I pronounce that correctly. Mashery. Please turn to that. We're a nice lady. Nice establishment. It's right off of uh, South Orange Avenue. Again, South Orange. Called the table. Had a real good time. The Mighty Ox was there in attendance as well. And we realized we were too young to be there. Um, every time the DJ acts, everybody's 40 and up to raise their hands. And, you know, even when he lowered it down to 35, we still couldn't raise our hands. We realized we probably was a young beer, but we had an absolutely amazing time uh, celebrating with the Q Man. We got to meet Q's entourage. They you know, Big Ed, you know, Kobe. <laughs> you know, I told MJ about it, but you know, he he only talks to you, so I didn't get any response or anything. I mean, I don't know how she would have gotten there. <laughs> you know, she just. I don't. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want her to get into this. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want that. <laughs> but we don't. want that. Uh, hoping she's having a good, good day today. But uh, had a real good fun. See, if she had come, then it would have been like the wedding all over again. It would have been her in white, trying to feel attention away from me. Right. Well, I can tell you this. She's gonna earn her money tonight. Because I am actually in Virginia and I'm in the sticks. 
So I'm going to keep losing you, and she's going to have to keep bringing me back in. So yeah, That's fine. We just keep it moving, and, uh, you know, we're going to have a good time. So what well, we got uh, going tonight, on tonight, man? Tonight we have a favorite of both of us joining okay. us on the show. He hasn't been on the show since, I want to say, 2012. Mm-hmm. Been a minute since she's been on the show. And actually, the last time she was on the show, I wasn't on the show. So, Q said this last week. He said, whenever I'm not on the show, there is no show. And I let it slide. I didn't say anything back because I know that that's not true. There's actually been numerous occasions that I was not on the show and there still was a show. There have been fewer occasions. Actually, I went back and did the research. When Q is not available to do a show, we don't do a show. <laughs> if I am not available, Q has interviewed Shelly Bouchon. Q has interviewed Jared Lawson. Q interviewed tonight's guest, Carissa, the violin diva. So, all this me, no presence, there's no show, poppycock. Not how things work on here, but Carissa is um, rejoining us, the violin diva. It's a nice guest, and we're going to catch up with her because it has been a while. Um, we'll play a little bit of music from her, hopefully, but we're definitely going to um, chat with her and see what's going on with her. You know, been a couple of years, or the last time you guys talked, there was on um, an AIDS fundraiser that she was performing at, and y'all had an absolutely great interview. I caught the interview towards the end because I was out in New York um, scouting talent and I ended up at a Macklemore concert. Wow. There's a lot going on, but I did catch the end of that interview with you guys. I thought it was great. So uh, I reached out to her and told her we had to have her back and we had to do it a week that I was going to be there so we could talk. So the only other thing, the only other thing musically related, I wanted your opinion on. I'm pretty sure you haven't seen it yet either. But like, what is your take on the hoopla over um, Straight Outta Compton? You know, I'm actually gonna go see it tomorrow. So you know, you're gonna I, go I, see I, a movie. I'm actually gonna go to the movies tomorrow. Well, of course, you know, I'm gonna cheat the system and see that and Mission Impossible at the same time, but. Yeah, I'm gonna go and see it tomorrow and see what all. But you know, it's I mean, it's actually a pretty good story. I think for me, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I'll go watch it for the nostalgia because you know we 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 actually listen to that that music live and bought those CDs and watch those videos. But I, I don't think I'm going to have the same reaction that everybody else has had because it's not new. It's not fresh for me. Like, we remember the L.A. riot. Yeah, cops are still beating out my heart. Like, so I don't think I'm going to have the same reaction that everybody else has had straight out of whatever, and, oh, my God, greatest movie I've ever seen because, like, we saw this story. We lived it. So I'm hoping it's a really good movie, but I'm already going to be through Like, that's just not going to be my reaction. I can tell them that. It's not going to happen. I understand that, but you know, for a lot of young people, there, a lot of young people are finding out for the first time that listen, gangsters, they listen to started these guys. You know, they're right. You know, so it's eye-opening to a lot of young people. You imagine how many young people are like, 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 to, like to your point, 
you know what I mean? For years, we've been telling people, like, Ice Cube was a gangster rapper. And they're like, you mean the guy from the movies? From the family movies? Exactly. And, like, now they actually see, like, we're not making that up. Exactly. So that Dr. Dre was a gangster rapper? Like, <laughs> this stuff is, is, is serious. Like, we weren't making that up. I was telling my little brother recently that, like, you know, whatever you think about rap and whatever you think about East Coast rap, like, you should go see the movie, see how influential the NWA is, the hip-hop you know today is, like, there has to be a big game of six degrees of separation and we can follow it all the way back to NWA. Mm-hmm. Now, telling me, you know, Ice Cube leaving NWA and his first solo album was produced by Public Enemy. He was here on the East Coast. He put out his first solo album and then then you get Nas, and then you get Biggie and Jay-Z. All of these guys are influenced by a West Coast rapper. Right. Yep. So, I will go see the movie. That'll be a nice conversation for us to have once we both seen the movie, and uh, then we can talk about that. But I still just, I just really have a feeling like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have good things to say about it, but I'm not going to have a Facebook post. Um, you're not gonna see straight out of East Orange on any of my social media sites. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna have that same reaction because we know the story. Just like I, I wasn't running around all hyped up about Notorious and and and, and Notorious Norton is a good friend of mine. Yeah, I'm put that story out. So, <laughs> see how it works out. You want you if you go by yourself, or if you don't, you know, you don't have a companion. You know, maybe we can go before I, you know, fly it out of out of the region. <laughs> Would invite MJ, but she don't know how to act in movie theaters. Imagine. Yeah, she's just cutting up. You know, going go sit down, go get popcorn, come back, sit down, forgot to drink. Then she wanna go get napkins to stop at the bathroom and then come back and be mad she missed the previews. Like come on. So I, I mean I know I'm gonna have to but we're just with the violin Wait, what was that? I said I, I know we're gonna ask her, but I'm curious what the violin Eva has been up to. I am too. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm very eager about the interview again because you know I missed it the first time and I remember when we first, she first reached out to us, um, kind of on the tail end of Mira Benari, the hip hop violinist, kind of on the end of her run. So it was like interesting to you know speak with someone else that does violin and I had a brief conversation with her and she's been teaching. Um, students recently, and that was just a <laughs> entertaining conversation. She really has a personality on her, so I'm really forward to talking to her and getting her opinion on on uh, everything not classic, classical. You know, the violin is a very like classical instrument. Mm-hmm. So definitely looking forward to to chatting with her. I'm kind of waiting on our producer to give me something, some type of green light or thumbs up that we can you know move forward and I kind of haven't gotten it yet have a what but I'm bringing on the green light from our producer from MJ that we can um, we're going to move forward see she had um, she had a girls only trip this uh, this past weekend 
Mm-hmm. She went to the beach. That's why she didn't come hang out with you. Mm-hmm. She, was at, she was at the beach. She ain't tell you that? Nope. I'll I, 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 I bitch. It's all on her Snapchat. They was all in the car and her three her three girls they went to the beach. I think they went to Virginia, but I'm not sure if they went to Virginia to Jersey Shore. But yeah, beach bums and all that and she was doing some new fancy twist in her hair. Like she was just killing herself this weekend. But I think she left the producer and El Segundo because you know, I'm not told her I'm not gonna come for her like we normally do. Yeah, she she She's a little, a little excited to be back. You know, you're excited to be back. And you're used to pushing that button, that blue button, when you off for a week, and then you come back and forget that it's the blue button you press. Yep. That's kind of what's been going on. Yeah. And, and, I she's like, yeah, I, I, I feel my phone buzzing. Like, I know she's, like, upset that I'm uh, talking to her, but uh, talking about her. But you know, it's what it is, right? What's going on with wait before look at here's here's something we can we can discuss real quick. I've been gone, so I don't know what's going on. Please explain to me what 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 is going on with the NFL and, and broken jaws and Well, um the league is having trouble because, you know, they do these practices where two teams get together and practice together and they've been having these brawls and one between the team was got out of control. Mm-hmm. This brawl, your boy, got punched right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean square in his nose. Wow. We was trying to figure out what they're going to do because they have to do something. And this one was bad because this one spilled over. Um, you know, the crowd is right there at practice. Mm-hmm. I kind of. Yeah, they got to do something. Your boys, man. Your kids. Wow, that's crazy. So broken jaw. That's that's like six to eight weeks. No, that's crazy. But uh, yeah. Okay. <sighs> so that's that one bar that that Q was talking about earlier. Said he's in the sticks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. You good. So this is what we're going to do. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, start practicing our guest name. <laughs> so, you know, I like to I like to just mispronounce names until they come on or mispronounce anything and get myself together so that when it's time to bring on, I'm saying everything correctly. And right. MJ is going to Chew up a couple of songs for us. We're gonna step away for us. So I think Q is gonna try to find an area where he has two bars of signal stress. <laughs> and when we return, we will be live on the air 
with Carissa, the violin diva. Sunil Soja was right back.
I hope she's excited. It's not the last time she and I spoke, so I hope she's excited. I know Q is excited. I know you were you were you were happy that we got her back on the show. So uh first thing we wanna do, ladies and gentlemen, we we're gonna apologize on behalf of you know, the Neo Soul Show on XDL dot com. Uh we are having technical issues. So we weren't we were unable to load music from tonight's guests because as uh, you guys all know we like to play a couple of songs from the guests as like a musical introduction. Before you guys we weren't able to do that. Um but we will do that next week. Make sure that we play some music from tonight's guests. Uh but uh the interview portion of the show is going to commence. So uh we're gonna get right into this. So um born and raised in the great state of Maryland. She released her debut EP, The Prelude, in 2012. Uh, we received a lot of a lot of great reactions from the music, from ourselves, and many other people. Um, she has graced the stage in front of uh, one of my favorite artists, Freddie Jackson, and many, many others. She is a McDonald's Gospel Fest grand prize winner and many, many, many other accolades and also teaches her amazing talent to younger eager musicians who also want to learn the craft and ladies and gentlemen she is back on the Neo Soul Show let me make sure I get this right without further ado the Q-Man and myself are are very excited and eager to welcome back Carissa the violin diva yeah hey how are you guys every excitement oh good (laughs) Good. Yeah, I'm excited to be back on the new social as well. Well, we are excited to have you. Really? Okay. <laughs> now, I know you have a, a whole lot of new things to tell us about. Sure, yeah. Well, always. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not sure where you want to start, because I know you've been up to a whole lot since the last time you were on, and we want to hear all about it. Yeah, um, well, just the highlights. Um, since last time I talked to you, uh, let's see, I was on Black Girls Rock with, um, next to Misty Copeland and Patti LaBelle mm-hmm. that was last year. So if you saw the chick with the pink violin when Misty was dancing, that was me. Yay! Because <laughs> I ha- just happened to be a black girl who rocks. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, I was lucky enough to be part of the um, I Love Soul Cinema James Brown tribute that happened in Harlem Marcus Garvey Park last weekend alongside my boy Chris Rock, who's also an independent oh. artist that I love. And um, I sang one of the hardest songs of my life, which was Lynn's, <laughs> Lynn Collins' and Sink. Oh, my God. The phrasing on that song is ridiculous. I love listening to it, but man, to learn her phrasing and memorize it was crazy. But it was so much fun. It was like a big party for like a thousand people. They just didn't sit down for two hours dancing to every wow. single James Brown song. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Um, wow. Yeah, as soon as my manager gives me the footage, I'll put it up on the website. Um, what else? And, oh, yeah, and tomorrow night I'm rocking at the Highline Ballroom alongside Bernard Fowler from the Rolling Stones, which I'm really no. excited about. Yeah, Bernard is the truth, and I love everything about that man, from who he is as a person to his music. 
um, to just, I mean, vocal as a vocalist, you know, you just learn to admire people's vocal control, and his control is un- unreal. So, and just wow. him as an artist and a person, it's just really, really nice to work with great people. I'm blessed to be able to do this for a living and to work alongside some of the greats. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's an update. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. When do you sleep? When do I sleep? <laughs> you know, I always I was telling my husband the other day, I was like, if I didn't have to sleep, I would get so much more work done. But, you know, <laughs> we all do need to sleep. I, and I try, you know, um, as I get older, I find that truthfully, like, sleep is sacred. Like, I need that that's at least six hours every night or I'm no good. I used to go out and party for three days, four days straight. No more. <laughs> no more. I, I definitely have to shut it down sometimes. Well, as you and I spoke when we were, you know, trying to figure out when to get you back on, um, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't have the pleasure of speaking with you the first time around. Mm-hmm. So, I know you and Q had a really, really good um, interview before. And this is normally where I'm just jumping in, I'm taking over now. Normally, we don't do this, but I'm, I'm going to just sure. let him sit back. And this is where he would normally tell you, or he would have told you before, that I'm going to ask a lot of intrusive and yeah. very, very aggressive questions. Oh, you, oh, you, you, you want to go ahead and tell her? <laughs> He's going to basically get all into your business. This is the morning? Okay. At times, it can get a little uncomfortable. So, if that happens... You know, I'm a New Yorker for real. I'm very usually unshaken. Okay, okay. Bring it. Well, there you go. So, this is what we'll do. You're a New Yorker. When it gets a little too personal, you name any borough, and that will be the safe word for him to stop. (laughs) Wow. Okay. All okay. Right. So any borough. So for anybody okay. not from New York, that would be <laughs> Staten Island, Queens, Brooklyn, <laughs> the Bronx, or Manhattan. Here you go. Okay, All got right. it. So we are. I have the perimeter. The first question. We're definitely skipping what I normally start with because you're not brand new. So we're not we're not going with that. So okay. My my first question then mm-hmm. is um so we we know what's been going on musically with you as the performer. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about what's been going on with Carissa, the music teacher. Carissa, the teacher. Well, I just finished uh, a really great camp out in Astoria. Um, in July. It runs the whole month of July. It's one of my favorite things to do. Um, it's run by the some the City of New York and the Summer Arts Institute. And um it's a free camp for high schoolers from all over the city. They audition to get in and they have a month intensive with us, um, learning their craft. And basically it's all day six hours every day. Um and they grow so much and so at each studio has a co-teacher so for example with the music with the violin or the string studio it's uh violin viola cello bass with the string studio there's me who's a teaching artist and then there's also a board of ed certified person who's my co-teacher actually shout out to barry stern and from fort hamilton high school in brooklyn bayside brooklyn that's my dude 
And we just nurture these young minds. This year, our program was about 50 violin or 50 string students. Last year, it was 25. So we almost doubled our program, or all, yeah, basically doubled our program. Um, but like the dance studio is partnered with Alvin Ailey. The film studio is partnered with HBO. Mm. The theater department is partnered with Roundabout from Broadway. So I mean, it's like top of the line teachers and they just but they get across the whole year they get in one month with us and kids who never improvised before were improvising by the end of this month i even had a cellist young black cellist young guy he reminds me so much of my son has locks like him too but um he loves hip-hop and you can see that coming out of him and so i pushed him to improvise and by the end of the month he was improvising and integrating hip-hop into his cello thing which you know it's just opening up possibilities that i didn't know were available and even existed when i was a young violinist so it's really cool to see it's one of my favorite things to do ever i can honestly say as a teacher one of my favorites that 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 is that's very very impressive. I'm almost envious because I've always wanted to um, learn the violin. Oh, really? Yeah, that was yeah. I'm I'm, I'm so glad you responded that way. That's normally not the reaction I get when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely that and the piano were like two instruments that I really really wanted to learn, and we just we just didn't have at that time we just didn't have that resource everybody was playing a saxophone or a trumpet and I just, yeah. I didn't, want to, I just didn't want to do that I was just going to say I was really lucky I had two parents who knew nothing about string instruments and they just never told me that little black girls don't play violin they're wow. like this is, what you, this is what you want to do alright this is what the teacher says you need to do okay this is how much it costs okay and um I just, I was blessed. I, I won the parent lottery because they just, they were amazing. And we know that, especially when you're nurturing those very specific gifts in young children, parents make all the difference. And um, with the level of investment that they have, it makes a huge difference in the amount of success that the kid does or does not have. So I, I lucked out. That is really, really cool. Which would you say is, let me phrase this the right way, I don't want to lead you with the question, but uh, no, let's go ahead and do that. What's more, which one is more fulfilling, um, teaching the students, um, to, you know, teaching them the craft or actually performing on stage? I mean, I want to say performing instinctively, but not by much. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it, it, it begs to a, a deeper question, and to me, that's a legacy thing. Um, so it's great for me to perform, and it's what I was born to do, and it's what's in me to do forever. But I feel like a complete musician is somebody who is able to pass it on to the next generation. And something I tell my kids all the time is, I want you to get so good you put me out of a job. Mm. Do that. You know what I mean? Because that's a legacy thing. So you ever been around like that person who has built something great, but then it's very obvious to everybody else involved that it's time for them to move on. But because they don't have any concept of legacy, they just holding on and hanging on. And it is definitely time for them to transition to another season. You know, maybe it's just another role in the company or something. Um, right. And I don't ever want to be that person where 
you know, I'm X amount of age sitting on stage holding on to something that has already passed by. And I think legacy and the, the choices that you make with that have a lot to do with that. So I'm all about sowing seeds in the next generation regardless, no matter um, no matter what. And I mean, I, read a, I wrote a curriculum to that end called the Urban Strength Curriculum that I'm hopefully going to publish 2016, all about nurturing minority kids and strength to that end. All right. Yeah. Wow. Wow, great. I was, I was kind of hoping that would be the answer to that. <laughs> hmm. uh, it's yes, never too late to take violin lessons if you don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I really don't think that's the life course plan is pointing that way right now. But, uh, I will keep you around when, you know, after the next three years of schooling, when I knock that stuff out. And you know what? I had a, a violin diva fan come up to my table after a show a month ago, and she said, baby, I'm 92 years old, and I wanted to play the violin forever. And I just picked it up, and you just blessed me today. <laughs> wow. So if if Grandma who 92 can do it, I mean I'm just saying, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, be the only violin playing lawyer in the courtroom. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? Come on, Q. Okay, first let me say. You weren't here for the first interview, and I don't appreciate you trying to bond with her the way I did <laughs> first time around. So I needed to point that out. Okay. So now, now that I got that out, I had to get it out to you, Mitch. Or I, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I would have just had an attitude all night. So now that I got that out, I'm okay. So what I want to know is, you know, you're doing all these things. You have all this talent. What is your ultimate goal? I have to take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. I mean, yeah. Of course. And how do we take over the world? I mean, you know, truthfully, in all seriousness, and that's the first thing I told my manager when I met him, by the way. I was like, take over the world, of course. <laughs> but in, in all seriousness, um, I would love, like, when you're young, you just want to be famous and everywhere. Mm-hmm. When you get a little bit older, I'm not that much older, but I've been in this game for a long time. Um, and now I, I, my, my ultimate goal is to make, create great music that tells my story, that I can take all over the world and be almost famous. Okay. Definitely almost famous. Where, like, I go over to Europe and Asia and I'm touring and it's great and it's wonderful and I come mm-hmm. home and I can still walk my kids to school. That's almost famous. I hear that. So, and you know, people appreciate you and love you and respect you. There are so many people that you never hear about in the mainstream who are just out there doing it, creating a base, creating great music that touches people and reaches people, creating great livings. I'm talking million dollar a year livings off Mm -hmm. of independent music. And if ever Mm -hmm. there was a time in history to be able to do that, it's now, obviously. And, um, And yet they're still able to walk their kids to school and not everybody has to be Beyonce to do that that's the thing that I feel like the young people don't understand um you don't have to be Beyonce to do that mm-hmm. and in fact I don't want to be Beyonce because I want to still be able to walk my kids to school <laughs> so 
so yeah that's that's where it is for me right now i just you know more and more most focused for me right now is just getting all my music out there as much as possible that very good answer to people yeah very good answer and besides we all know beyonce fell off after the whole jay-z marriage thing but <laughs> But I, I, you know what? Truthfully, I'm not a diehard Beyonce fan, mm-hmm. but that album was flawless, and um, partition on it. I really did love the record. I really mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. I really well, did. You know. mm-hmm. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm not her target base at all. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I really did. Lo- I can appreciate it for what it is. Yeah, yeah it was good. It yeah. was good music. Truthfully, yeah. she has her moments. She does. I had a long rant about three weeks ago about that. Yeah, you really did. Oh, was it? Well, I I had a long rant with with Beyonce and Lettuce, but we don't even have to get into that conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's a whole nother show, boo. That's a whole nother show. So, your next performance, when and where is it? Uh, That's tomorrow night with Bernard Fowler. Yeah. At the High Line, yeah, we're on at 9 o'clock. Tomorrow night, P-Mitch. You might just have to slide through there. Say that again? I said I might just have to slide through there. Yeah, it's going to be such a good show. He's so good. I mean, he's he's so good. He's so good. And actually, well, tonight I don't have a show, but I'm sitting outside of Rockwood Music Hall because my husband has a show at midnight. I get to be the drummer's favorite groupie. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, T. Mitch. Ride or die. <laughs> why, 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 why the die part, though? Why, why I'm saying ride. ride. See that? It's a Wednesday night. It's 11:20, and she's out there. Ride yeah. or die. Yeah. That's how you get it. That's what I'm okay. talking about. My husband like, is in there. I'm waiting for him. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, that's good. Nice, dear. That's, that's love. I do have one question that I was dying to ask before, sure. so I'm going to ask you now. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that... Well, no, it's just, that, that's kind of a simple question, but um, being, you know, with the independent music scene and, and being not, you know, a part of the mainstream machine, do you do you, are, do you feel that you're you're looked at similarly as the other singer songwriters, or are you are you are you somewhat different because you because you're also a musician and not like with a normal quote unquote instrument like where, where the others either play well, like we said guitar or drums or you know, percussion yeah. good speed as Absolutely. I mean, from a practical standpoint, it gives me a certain branding space. It's just built-in space where people go, oh, she plays a violin. And um, then they go, oh, she's a black chick who plays a violin. Which, <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest, is still unusual. Um, until yeah. my kids take my job, of course. Um, <laughs> but... So, yeah, I absolutely think it does create, like, a certain people pause. And it's funny, like, around town, God help them if they try to remember my name. 
But they remember the violin diva, and they're like, oh yeah, the black girl who plays pink violin. They they know that. So I, I get that a lot um, on the streets. They're like, yo, diva, play pink violin. <laughs> um, so there's something that's created from that. I mean, you know, good branding messages, good independent messages create their own momentum. And um, so that that's marinating in people's mind, and they know that that's what that pink violin, black girl, that goes right to Carissa, that, that's something. Um, and then, you know, too, I'm also a singer. I can actually sing. Like, the violin's mm-hmm. cool, and it adds that extra it factor, if you will. Um, but I can stand flat-footed and sing a song all the way through without the fiddle if I want to, and you actually mm-hmm. like it, <laughs> as opposed to some people who... <laughs> kind of mess around with singing but let's just be honest it's not the greatest or the strongest <laughs> no, and wow, I mean that's people. not that's not blowing smoke up my up my rear but um, you know I've worked hard to be a singer as much as I am a violinist I've put in the work and I guess that's the thing I would pass on is regardless of what you do and what your instrument is you have to work at it and work hard to be a master at it and otherwise there's no point in doing it so Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, yeah. It definitely does create a certain kind of space for me, though, for sure. And I'm grateful. Well, it's it's, it's very unique, and there's a lot of talent involved, so. Yeah. Very impressive. Thank you. Without question. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to bite my tongue, because, like, there was a insert insult moment there, but, like, the people that are, <laughs> that sing but really can't sing. I was holding my tongue. No, we don't do yeah, that. She, because she definitely we don't had do a that. name in mind when she said that. I, I, really? <laughs> Actually, no, I wasn't. I truthfully, I wasn't thinking about a specific person. I don't think. But well, yeah, what is it? Um, there's this open mic I love at the Village Underground on Monday nights. Actually, it's where I met my husband six years ago. And it's run by um, Miss Cheryl Pepsi, Cheryl Pepsi Riley from the Tyler Perry movies. Wow. She has this thing. Yeah, Cheryl can sing her face in and out of a paper bag. I mean, that's mm-hmm. But anyway, um, Mom Cheryl always says, trust your gift. Trust your gift with capital letters on the your. And, you know, we're all at different places in this journey. So mm-hmm. go for it. My problem that I have, though, is just when people go for it, they think they've arrived. Does that make sense? Yeah. And none of us have, quite frankly. And especially when you get to a certain amount of time in the industry, there's always somebody younger, hungrier, crazy chopping better than you, riffing Hmm. more than you, behind you. Mm -hmm. So you have to bring something else to the table, and that's where... Um, a certain level of character, a certain level of integrity, and a certain level of musicianship will just create space for you and songs that connect to the people. That is good music that's not of the moment, not of the trend, not of the latest it thing, but um, music that really connects with people and songs that te- that stand the test of time make a difference. I mean, there's some artists who we know who haven't dropped the record in 15 years. But they still humping that one record. <laughs> that, but, you know, that you, in some ways you're like, well, dang, can you just come out with a new record? But on the same flip side, you're like, but you think about it. And to capture the people's hearts so much that the songs 
stand the test of time for 15 years without new music. That's saying something. It is. That's yeah. something. That's something very powerful, and that's that's what people remember. So that's what I'm all about harnessing right now. There you go. That's we're gonna scratch that question off the list. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm working on a gospel record, so I have to be all about writing right now. I'm in that phase. Okay. You know, I'm scratch this question off the list. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm stealing all your questions. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not bad. You're making my you making it so much easier. I, I enjoy it when we ask questions and then the conversation just ensues and then I can cross other questions off. So we already know what where you are right now in the writing process, where you are in the, the creative process. And then the next question was, well, when you get back into the studio, well, we know you're working on a gospel album. I, so I, I to, am. I don't have to interrupt the flow with, with questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm living in the studio for the next five weeks to finish this album. Because, wow. you know, I feel like you get a point. I've, I've had these songs in the can more or less for a year. And you get to a point where it's time for them to live in the world. That's, they they just need to be out in the world. So it's time. So I'm finishing them and getting them out in the world. And it's going to be some pretty powerful stuff. I'm excited. I'm excited. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Well, the last question. I know that uh, you got you know, Q, Q pointed out you guys spoke before. There are certain questions he likes to ask, certain questions that I like to ask. He was very big on um, writing and and the creative process that mm-hmm. artists have when they go into the music. Me, I'm the the the, the, the showmanship and, and the actual performance aspect of it. So the question that I love to ask all of our guests is to describe for us or tell us what, what a... A, a Carissa the Violin Diva performance is all about. Oh, that's hard to say from... <laughs> that's really hard to say because I feel like your your perspective is so skewed when you're the one giving them music. Does that make <laughs> sense? Like, it's hard to have a lens to what they're experiencing out in the house from the stage. But um, I try to throw down... My state. I can tell you what my stage inspirations are: it's Prince huh. and Mary J. Blige. I love how they do a show, and I feel like they they're like funky and get down and leave it all on the stage, and that's what I really aim for in a violin diva show. Um, my band is Second to None. Um, they yeah. are top of the line guys. Uh, I happen to be married to my music director, who's <laughs> 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 my drummer. <laughs> Um, but my guys play for everybody all over the world, but they then come over and play for me just because they love me and they're great guys and amazing musicians in their own right. And, you know, I realized recently I'm not that much jazz anymore in my sound. Um, I still, like, it's still in there because um, all music flows from music. So, But I realized the other day, sitting in a, a very rigid rehearsal where the guy like wanted everything exactly like the record and it was bothering me and I'm trying to figure out why it was bothering me but that's because my approach is more like an Erica Badu approach where everything is all vibe mm-hmm. so you just get the right cats in the room and you have the framework but whatever happens happens if that middle 
course becomes more of like um you know 24 bars instead of four then it's all good because it's just it's free and it's flowing and it's vibing and that's what happens and um that that is where the jazz approach to things comes in it's just like vibe and flow and improvisatory and you all are responding to each other and creating something that's never happened before and those are where those amazing moments that you just can't plan for happen and hopefully recording is going so you can <laughs> capture it and remember it or put it on youtube very well but yeah that that's what a violin diva show experience is like Whoa. i'm also told i turn into somebody completely different on stage which I probably do. Uh oh. <laughs> well, Pete Mitch is learning all about that nowadays because he just got married. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Welcome to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be um, six years in October for me and Mr. Ralph. And I told him the other day, I said, I still like you. And that's something. <laughs> <laughs> some, some people don't like each other after a couple of years, but I still like you. I think wow. I'll keep you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping so. I'm I'm mm. I'm good. That was my that was my last lesson. That's fantastic. Well, with you guys talking about that, it's time to wrap this show up. Okay. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> As usual, you have been fantastic. And you know, we we have to make it to one of your shows. Absolutely. We really do. I will let you guys know. Yeah. I'll let you guys know. I'm planning a um an R and B showcase coming up really soon. So I'll really? let you guys know about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't solidified the venue yet, so I can't announce I can't announce it, but as soon as the venue gives me a go-ahead and says, okay, yes, Carissa, I will pass that on. All right. I, I can do backup dancing and singing. <laughs> awesome. Inspirational dance, even? Inspirational dance? All types. You know, all <laughs> types. All types. I'm going to hold you to that now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> were you waiting for me to chime in? I don't, I don't just, do that. <laughs> I knew you would. Yeah, I knew you wouldn't bite on that one, TV. <laughs> well, you, I mean, so cool. T-Mitch, you got anything else? No, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm just thank you, Carissa, for no you know spending some time with us and giving me the opportunity to actually speak with you on the show. He was, he was going to hoard that one. He was going to keep it in, so he didn't want to share it, but. uh <laughs> definitely glad and dead. Let us know. Uh, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm 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 huge on performances, so definitely can't wait to to, to see it be there. I'll be the guy standing on the chair screaming, "I know her." <laughs> well, that that is awesome. I I live for live show, so we were, we will have fun, and I'll make sure to let you guys know about it for sure. All right. Sounds good. Well, you keep doing your thing, and we will definitely be paying attention. Thank you, guys. You all have a good night. Okay. All right, you too. Bye. That was fun. I enjoyed that. And look, you made you made it through. And just as I say that, we probably just lost them. I'm here. 
I'm oh, good. Man. Jesus, Lord Christ, because we, we, we got we to get ready to wrap the show up, so it's time for a little yeah. QT with Q, man. You know MJ, like, trying to turn my mic off right in the middle. But anyway. I, that's what I figured was going on. <laughs> very, very quickly, I just want to say, if you were on Facebook or any other social media platform this week or last week, you saw that Floyd Mayweather Jr., said that Roberto Duran and Pernell Sweetie Whitaker were two of his five boxers that he placed in front of Muhammad Ali. Mm. Now, I can't even begin to tell you how offensive this was to me, but if you know me, you know that I consider Muhammad Ali the greatest athlete that ever walked the earth. So to put guys like them in front of him, I think Mayweather is realizing that Ali is the greatest boxer of all time, so he's saying these little things to try to belittle him. Now, it's one thing when he says all the other stupid things he says. I think it's time we 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 gotta silence this guy somehow because he's he just makes everybody look bad. That's pretty much all I got, man. I don't ever let a person that um, can't read. Upset me <laughs> when they when they have opinions. Good 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 point there, Davis. We <laughs> <laughs> at a third grade level. I'm surprised you count the five. Oh shoot! Did you notice that he's picking people that have nicknames? Like yeah. I don't think he even knows Roberto Duran is the boxer's name. So he didn't know him as Sweet Pea. <laughs> he don't know. He can't spell Pernell. He can't read that. Oh, he couldn't man. even. He could. He couldn't even tell everybody that the iHeart Radio Showcase was going July Fourth in honor of the veterans. Oh, so, nothing that man says ever bothers me. Nothing. I'm just waiting to hear two words from Floyd Mayweather, and those two words are, "I'm retired." I don't care about nothing else that comes out of his mouth. I hear you, man. Let's get us out of here, man. Hey, another great night, the violin diva. No, I like her. (laughs) Great interview. Um, I made it through somehow, even though I'm in the sticks. We will be back next week when we try to do better. He mentioned myself. Check out xpdl.com and all that other good stuff. Have a good week, and we're out of here. Good night, everybody.